welcome to Career Caffeine, the weekly podcast for women who feel stuck, burned out, overwhelmed, or just need a little boost of inspiration in their careers. I'm your host, Angela. I'm a professional career mindset coach, corporate dropout, and dog lover. Every Wednesday, I'll release a brand new episode and invite you to grab a cup of coffee or your favorite bevy of choice and listen in where I'll share a little career wisdom, inspiration, advice, and real talk from my own career experiences as a district manager for more than 20 years working for world-class retail brands and as a career mindset coach where I help women just like you who are on the career hamster wheel and are looking for a change. I'll have topics that are like the coffee chats that you have with your work bestie when you need someone to talk to, and I'll have some occasional guests who will also offer tips and strategies to help you to get unstuck so that you can begin to move forward with your goals, dreams, and career aspirations. If you're interested in learning more about coaching and how I can help you to achieve your career goals, check out my website, AngelaKnightCoaching.com, or drop me an email at Angela at AngelaKnightCoaching.com and follow me here on the Career Caffeine Podcast for free on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere your favorite podcasts are found. Welcome to episode number eight how to build brand authenticity. I'm your host and career mindset coach, Angela. I am so excited to have a very special guest on this episode with me today. I am delighted to introduce you guys to Kaylee Spain-Moore, who is our local Virginia girl boss here in uh, the Hampton Roads area, who has been featured at, in the top 100 women for 2021 in not only the construction business, but Kaylee was also invited to speak to Facebook Global out in Menlo Park, California recently. And Kaylee is one of the most intelligent, dynamic, incredible human beings I know, let alone uh, a lady. And she does all of this while taking care of her family, um, and also being a director of marketing for uh, for Spain. And so, Kaylee, I'm going to turn it over to you if you wouldn't mind maybe just sharing a little bit about yourself and and how you got started in uh, in the business and into your industry. Yes, that was the most amazing introduction. Thank you so much for that. Um, I'm Kaylee Spain Moore. I'm the director of marketing for Spain Commercial Inc. Um, I started my career off. Um, in construction, working as a laborer, doing everything from demolition, hanging sheetrock, you name it, hammer drilling, all that. I, I did it. And um, I was on site, worked my way up um, from a laborer to working with my tools to starting to run small projects. And I got pregnant with my son. And shortly after, about um, a couple months later, I got pregnant with twin girls. Um, so my, my career had to change what I thought was temporarily. Uh, my goal was to be a project manager and um, having three kids and the cost of daycare, I really just, I wanted to take a temporary 
pause. And so my dad is also my boss. He, he owns the company, um, was, you know, just like, Hey, we, you know, maybe we'll do some marketing. This, this could be like maybe a temporary job for you. And so that's kind of how I got started in, in, in social media marketing. And, um, yeah, it's been a crazy ride, but I threw out all that, you know, I know right now where is where exactly where I'm supposed to be at, but it's been a, a zigzag crazy road to get here. So, so yeah. Oh, and for our listeners out there who may not be familiar with you, let me just tell you guys, like she is one of the most glamorous, um, <laughs> beautiful women that you would ever want to see. And, you know, to see her out there on a construction site with a construction hard hat and she does not shy away from hard work. Let me tell you, um, you know, and she shared with you guys that, you know, her family started the um, construction business, but with that aside, like that doesn't have any impact or, or on her work ethic or how she got into that. Let me just tell you, she's one of the hardest working, most dedicated women that I know. And yeah, you know, and I think too, like she and I were talking a few minutes ago about sometimes it's hard to figure out really what your right career path is and what you want to do when you grow up. And as you mentioned just a minute ago, sometimes it takes a few zigs and zags before you feel like you get it just right. And I think we all need to give ourselves permission to do that and to explore and to make sure that you're doing something that feels right. And it just lands on your heart as well as you know, something that you're obviously skilled at, but something you could see yourself doing for a while. Um, and, you know, I just think it's so important. And, you know, what you just shared with, about that and um, how you took a little bit more time to, to really identify what that is. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. I hope for some of our listeners out there, I'm sure there's a lot of people that could identify with that. No, I mean, I, I think like, you know, what I said, you know, before I'm like, I don't lose, I learn. I feel like I, take every opportunity in life to, to gain something from it, you know, just to not say this isn't where I want to be at. So I'm just going to sulk right here and not use this as an opportunity to grow. I think that everything that you, that comes at you in life, it's all about how we react. And I think that that's really something I kind of took and was like, okay, if I'm on the field, I'm going to learn and I want to be the best I can possibly be. And if I'm going to do marketing, I really want to be the best I possibly can be. If I'm going to be an editor, I want to be a really good, I just don't want to be okay. But like knowing and having that mindset of, I'm going to use these things that seem like negative things that are thrown at me of saying, I could be like, oh, well, this isn't where I want to be at. So I'm just going to like kind of half-ass it. That was never my, my mindset. Of course, you have hard days where you're just like, screw this. But I feel like you have to get yourself in a mindset of, I'm going to make the best of a really not ideal situation. And what can I learn from this? And how can I grow from this? Absolutely. You know, and we were talking earlier about not allowing anything to become an excuse. And you're a mom, three kids, a husband, a full-time job plus, and you know, sometimes that takes sacrifices, right? And putting with intent, putting things on the calendar to make sure that you're making your dream come true. And whether that is putting time on the calendar for education or 
anything like that. I mean, I just think it's really important that you're going about it with intent and, you know, and thank you for sharing that. No. Yeah. You know, another thing I I think that's really important every year I do set out a list of goals and um, I write it down, you know, whether it's, I mean, something super small, like this week, this day, I want to learn how to do a double exposure photo. I want to learn how to do, you know, and I set aside time to, to, to really make sure those small little goals of, of accomplishment. But one thing I've learned is that, you know, you start tackling little goals every week, even if it takes you 10 minutes to learn or an hour to learn, those will add up to be bigger results. So I think it's really important every week to have really small, minuscule goals that you're tackling, you know, because as a mom, you don't have a lot of time, but you learn how to make the most of your time. And that's one thing I've learned from being a mother. I was a piddler before I had kids. Now I can't even, I can't piddle anymore because I don't have time to do it. But I really make a list, a yearly list. And then every week I make a list of things that I want to accomplish that week. But little things every day, every week add up to be big results. That's really something I've just learned over the years through through a lot of trial and error. Because I would put out these goals that I'm like, they're so big, but I wasn't doing things weekly to try to attain them. But if you can just do like little things, I'm t- I think that's really, really key to getting where you want to be and it not becoming so overwhelming. Saying, I've got 10 minutes. Who doesn't have 10 minutes? I can put 10 minutes towards bettering myself, bettering my craft. So, yeah. You're exactly right. And, you know, and I love what you said about little goals. And achieving little goals or taking action or small steps can lead to a big change and it can really add up. And, you know, we're we're at the time of this recording, it's February and we're just coming off of a new year where you come out of the gate and you set these grand goals for yourself, which is wonderful. But sometimes we don't often give ourselves enough credit for those small goals that you achieve, even on a daily basis. Like, hey, I sent out the emails that I needed to send out, or I finally got my laundry done or whatever it is. And just celebrating those goals just as much as you do. Absolutely. The great big ones, because, you know, and as you said, like just making that important, but celebrating that too. And it leads to big stuff. It does. I mean, I think we all need to give ourselves a lot of grace, but I also think we have to get rid of excuses because, you know, I would say excuses will always be there. Opportunity will not. And I think that we, you have to go, well, this is just the way it is. And, you know, if I want my life to change, something has to change in my life. And I can't just expect every day to do the same things I'm doing and expect life to change for me. If I want bigger, I got to do a little bit bigger. If I want, you know, more, I've got to take more risks. I think that we have to think about those little tweaks we can make every day of just adding five minutes of learning something, growing, reading. And I, I realize, like I said, I think especially for women, I think that it's just really important for us to just, you know, to not make those excuses of I don't have five minutes. I just think that really timing that for yourself, if you want, if you want more and you want to grow more, you want to learn more, it doesn't take a couple hours. It doesn't even really take you um, taking a class. Like I taught myself how to edit on YouTube. Um, I taught myself how to do, you know, uh, learn how to shoot raw and shoot on a, um, a DSLR camera on YouTube. And so I would just take time 
you know, every day when the kids were napping or, you know, now I, I still like at nighttime, I just take a little bit of time just to um, learn something new. And sometimes it's just like a little 10 minute YouTube uh, tutorial from someone that inspires me where I'm like, man, I learned how to do that. Now let me implement that. Let me try that, try this. And so that's, I think where really growth can come in and, and becoming better just by taking a little bit of time. Daily. You're exactly right. You know, and thank God for YouTube, right? I don't think Gosh. I would Woof. be able to yeah. function <laughs> without being know. able to Google or to YouTube, like how to, you know, yeah. my yeah. goodness, that and, um, you know, TikTok too. I've learned so much uh-huh. just off of TikTok from recipes or to put aluminum foil in your dishwasher to get your utensils shiny, like all of those things that yes. if we didn't have that in a way to stay connected with people, um, you know, and I think too, with the pandemic and so many changes, and there's so many more people that are learning online or learning through avenues yeah. like YouTube or TikTok or Google or on online courses or a million different other ways that you can educate yourself. And Kaylee, I think you said it beautifully. It doesn't take a Herculean effort, right? You don't have to no. go to a class. You don't have to spend hours on education. It could just like yeah. you said, just be a little 10 minute YouTube video and making another celebration or another step toward achieving your ultimate yeah. or your bigger goal. Yeah, I think. And and that's the thing too, is I think people just think, you know, oh, someone had a God-given ability. That's how they, they got there. No, most people did not get there by not putting work in daily. You know, I, I love this quote. Every champion was once a contender that refused to give up that everybody started off from the bottom and where they decide to go with that, what effort they're putting into it. I mean, I talked to a lot of people that I'm inspired by and to see where they got, where they're at. And it's kind of the same thing where they just say, you know, I just put in a little bit of effort every day to try to be a little bit better, to be a little bit better, to grow, you know? And I think that's just so important for us, when we look at people that were inspired by, we're like, man, they were just born. They're so lucky. They were born with that ability or they just, they got it. Like they just, everything just came to them on this platter. No one I've ever talked to that's successful ever had anything handed to them. They had to fight for it. They had to work for it. And I think just that, that mentality of like, okay, I can start from the bottom and that's okay. I can be the worst and that's okay. But if I put in this effort daily, I can be better. I can work to be better and just giving yourself grace to grow. You know, I think that's just so important. You're exactly right. And, you know, that reminds me of an interview that I saw a long time ago with Michael Jordan. And it was after he won, or I think he was, it was after he was entered into the hall of fame and they asked him, you know, how do you just have a natural gift? Right. Or how do you, maintain your greatness, you know, your awesomeness. And he's like, you know what? I practice dribbling every day. And to someone to look at Michael Jordan and think, well, haven't you mastered that? But it's about practicing every day and never taking for granted what your skills or your abilities are and to continue to sharpen the saw and, you know, to be humble enough to know that we can always learn every single day. All of us can grow. You know, it's so crazy. Michael Jordan was the one that he didn't even make his basketball team in high school or something. I, I think I remember right. about that. Yeah, You're exactly right. Yes. 
And that's another thing too, is like, trust your vision, you know, like trust your vision for things, because I, I think that's just incredible. You know, the story, you know, of, wow, that's inspiring. If he can do it, I can do it. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so inspired by that. That's incredible. You know, it is one of the greatest legends of all time. Didn't even make his high school basketball team. <laughs> so you yeah. think, oh my gosh, if that happened to Michael Jordan, is there hope for the rest of us? Oh gosh, such a mental game, you know. I mean, it's it. I mean, you think you would have been like if someone said, "I didn't make the basketball team. I'm not going to go on to be a pro basketball player," you know? Like, of course not. But you know, determination. You know, if you want it bad enough, you'll you'll do whatever it takes. That's right. And overcoming challenges and overcoming the no's that you get. And to your yes. point earlier, I don't know anybody that's been successful that hasn't overcome challenges or worked their fingers to the bone, you know, and just worked mm-hmm. so hard to achieve that success. And honestly, would it really be as sweet if it was easy? Probably no. not. <laughs> you know? no. No, it wouldn't. I don't think it would. I think that, you know, something to be, to be proud of, but I think that we got to have a, like a fighter spirit in us to say, you know what, rejection is going to come. Criticism is going to come. Failure is going to come, but I'm going to get back up and, and keep going. You know, I think we all get rejected. We all fail. We all take, you know, you know, God willing, we take risks. But I think the thing is, is that once we realize we all, are really not killing it. It's really about who's getting back up after they knock, get knocked down. You know, that's really the thing is like, if we're being honest, we're all failing. We're all taking, you know, we're all not really making it, but it's, Hey, I'm going to fall, but I'm going to get back up. I'm going to keep going and you can keep knocking me down, but I'm just going to keep, you know, getting back up and, and doing it better. You know? And I think that if we get this mindset, you know, I think especially as women, we go, well, I failed twice. Okay, that's it. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm embarrassing myself. You know what I mean? And I think that you have to go, no, like, I'm going to get this. I don't care who says what. I'm going to keep keep pushing because I want it so bad, you know? And I think once we get that in our heads, it's a lot, it's a lot easier to just get that tunnel vision and keep pushing forward because our goal is bigger than any of our critics, you know? You're absolutely right. And I I doubt there's probably a listener out there that doesn't have that song playing in their head right now. (laughs) Was it uh, something right? I get knocked down, but I get up again. And it's uh, like a a great battle cry for that. Um, But, and even going back to your quote earlier of, Hey, I don't lose. I learn. And it's such a powerful, but simple thought. And, if everyone could just adopt that and understand that even though it was a no today, or even though it didn't turn out the way you would hope today, keep going. And that it's the fight and it's the consistency that's going to help you to achieve your goals. Absolutely. Absolutely. I and, Yeah. And, you, and Kaylee and I were talking earlier about, our love hate relationship with social media, which clearly she has mastered the game. I mean, come on guys, let's face it. Like she was invited by Facebook out to the Facebook global event in California and recognized for her skills and talents. So 
my goodness. Like I, I think we are with um, social media royalty here today. Thank you. You're so <laughs> no, seriously. So clearly you've mastered that. And it sounds like, you know, a lot of that was through discipline and self-education and just teaching yourself how to, how to do that. And, you know, to become, yeah. you know, the director of marketing and to help so many other people. And I think that's the other thing too, is even though things might not turn out at the time that we want, but every little mm -hmm. thing that you're doing, you never know when you're going to help someone else. Like, you know, for all of those people, thank goodness for those YouTubers out there that are teaching all of us how to get through life every day. Yes. And, you know, yeah. they don't know like how many people that they've really, really touched other than maybe yeah. the likes that they get, but just keep doing that. And it doesn't have to be on a grand scale. It could be someone that you're at the grocery store with, and they ask you mm -hmm. about what brand of peanut butter that a four-year-old would like, you know, you just yeah. never know, like those small little interactions, you never know what a difference you might be making for someone else. So it's easy to beat yourself up about things, but never lose sight of the fact that you're helping someone else along the way too. Absolutely. I agree with that so much. And, you know, like I said, like everybody's path is different, you know? And I think that, you know, me and my mom had this conversation the other day that just because, you know, you're not on the movie screen or on TV or, you know, making the, you know, the newspaper or different articles or a cover of a magazine doesn't mean you're not making an impact. And I think our world has kind of gotten lost in that. There's so many people in our daily lives that are making such a spectacular impact in this world that don't get recognized. And, you know, and that's, that's, that's okay. You know what I mean? Just because you're not famous in some way or known in some way is, is okay. Like, I think that, I don't know. I just feel like being a good human being is so much more powerful than anything else. And, you know, of course in the world, you can lose sight of that, but that you're making an impact. Like if you're out there and you're doing good things and I know that, you know, you may not get recognized for it, but that's an amazing thing. You know what I mean? That's an amazing thing. And, and, and I don't think there's enough accolade out there for that, but, but yeah. I don't know if that translated really well, but like, it's just, it's, it's so important that just cause you're not, you know, seen or, you know, really known for something doesn't mean that you're not making an impact somewhere. Just like you said. Yeah, no, 100%. And like you said, I mean, I think it's easy to get lost in the negativity that's out mm -hmm. there. If you turn on the news, heaven forbid, I mean, it's yeah. easy to get depressed or to go you know, to kind of lose hope on humanity sometimes, right? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you know, and even social media, right? Sometimes we've all heard yeah. of those terrible stories about people being bullied on social media. And especially yeah. my heart hurts for kids, especially oh, because, you know, I grew up in a world without social media and that wasn't even in existence at that time. But for the generations that are, I'm making myself sound really old, but no, <laughs> there's a listener out there that might be able to understand and identify with, with a poor oh, uh, Gen Xer out here. But, you know, I mean, it, but it's real. And I think especially now that people are online and they're on social media so much more mm -hmm. that it's important that you're, you really are considering the content that you're putting out there, whether it's a comment on someone else's post or what you're putting out into the world, whether it's your personal account, or, you know, we talked about at the you know top of the episode, all about 
building brand authenticity and being vulnerable and identifying and and finding a way to connect with your audience, whether that is with your friends and family, whether that's with your business audience, whether that's with potential customers, whatever your audience is. And I think people respond so well to that. And people know when you're not being, you know, authentic, people know they can see right through all of those filters Um, You know, I'm guilty of using them myself because we all need a little crutch sometimes to make ourselves feel better, right? Um, And whatever that is, whether it's, you know, going to get your hair done or, you know, trying a new workout or whatever it is, like you do you and make yourself feel good as long as you're not hurting someone else in the process. I mean, that's, that's what I have to say about it, but, you know, and Kaylee, I think you've got some, you know, a great philosophy, if you wouldn't mind sharing, you know, with the listeners about your three E's and yeah, yeah, that would be great. Well, I always say three E's engage, excite and educate. Um, I think it's really important to engage with images. I always tell people, if you're posting on social media, people aren't going to be drawn in by your amazing words. They're going to be drawn in by an amazing image. Then they'll read your content. Um, Excites. I think, again, it goes back to what your words are and how your passion should be portrayed on your page for what you do. So it's really about your passion and your perspective is what's going to excite people. And then educating them is also educating them on what you do. Being, us being in construction, I usually try to do a piece, you know, every, every couple of weeks about educating them on the process of our commercial construction. Like I just did a, a video reel on an MRI room and it was really cool. It's, it's MRI rooms are usually only eight or, eight or 900 square feet, um, but behind it is steel and copper and underneath the floor and what's crazy stuff in the ceiling. And I did like basically like a snapshot of what's behind those four walls. And it was crazy because it was a very mind blowing for people. They had no idea. MRI rooms look very basic, but, um, but yeah, educating people, but getting excited about it. Like I'm excited about it. So I think that my, like our social media page, you know, portrays that excitement. Cause I, I don't just go, oh, an MRI room or, oh, we're renovating a restaurant. I get, I get so excited about these projects. And I think that you kind of have to go, what would make me excited? What would make me interested? What would make me like, why would I watch this? And you really have to study what you like about other people's pages as well. Other people's social feeds and kind of try to, you know, not emulate, but like be inspired and then kind of use that for your own. I think that's really, really important. Yes, I completely agree. And like you said, connecting it back to your why and, and connecting it to something that you know, that would inspire you or that, because like you said, it would be really hard to get excited about an MRI room. I gotta, I gotta tell you, because most people don't go there for happy joy, joy stuff. You know, it's about a very serious time in their life or, you know, very scary time. And it's really hard to to get excited about that. But I think would you highlight the benefits of it, like you said, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And how you were able to connect with your, with your audience about that. I think there's just so many levels of everything. And again, I think, like I said, like um, I I was on a a podcast with my friend, Michael Kimball, who did the marketing for Williamsburg Winery and he was like, you make commercial construction so exciting. And I'm like, commercial construction is exciting, you know? And I, 
And I was like, but you make wine really exciting. And he's like, wine is exciting. And we're both like, wine isn't exciting. You make it exciting. I mean, it's nice to drink, but like you make something simple seem so much more complex. And he was like, you make something simple so much more complex. And I think we, when we were talking, I started saying, I was like, passion and perspective is really what makes what you do as a marketer so important. You have to get excited and your excitement will be portrayed on your page because it's just so important because people can feel that. Like I can feel when other people are excited about things and it gets me excited. I'm like, I don't know, Sherwin-Williams, I follow them and I'm thinking, man, they got me excited about paint colors because their page is so good. But I think if we have to find that excitement in what we're doing and, and really be able to portray that on our, portray and display on our page what that feels like, you know, and be able to try to get it out there. You're absolutely right. You know, and I think for our listeners and for some who may be entrepreneurs or some who may have, you know, may be an executive or who works at a, you know, an organization as an employee, even your LinkedIn page is a portrayal of what you're excited about. And by no means, I'm I'm not uh, like a shining example of that at all. I need to do a lot better. But Kelly and I were just talking about that before before we hopped on today is, oh my gosh, I have such a love-hate relationship with social media, but it really is. And I've got to change my own mindset around it, but it's about what you're excited about shows through in your content. It shows through in how you're portraying yourself. And for total strangers that don't know you, particularly with a, a site like LinkedIn, and you look at your LinkedIn page, it's almost like a little mini website for every person that's on there. And how would you want to use that to interact with your potential or your intended audience. And, you know, I know our listeners that are on are looking for some inspiration, right? Our episode, or excuse me, our podcast is called Career Caffeine for a reason. But we also know that a lot of people need support. They need help. They need some guidance. They need coaching. And if we're really being honest, we know that about 80% of the people that are on LinkedIn are either discreetly considering or maybe looking for opportunities or other jobs or they might be on the other end of that where they are recruiters or hire, you know, they're behind the scenes and they're making hiring decisions and how people are portrayed on LinkedIn makes a big deal on that. Oh, and just sure. like with everything else. I think too, I mean, even if you're on LinkedIn and maybe you're passionate about your career path, but not maybe where you're working at, um, nobody wants to see anyone that's not like, you know, Maybe you're not loving where you're at and you're seeking opportunity. I think you'll get more opportunity by being good at what you do and being passionate. You'll get a lot more, you know, offers and for other jobs. I just think that, you know, if you're like, well, I'm not happy and it shows on your page and maybe you've got nothing out there, you can't expect, you know, people to be drawn into you if you're not, you know, kind of putting yourself out there. Um, I think, again, passion can go a really long way. I mean, who's not looking for someone that's passionate about what they do? And like I said, you know, a lot of people aren't happy with maybe where their current employment and they're looking, always looking for better opportunities. I think that that will happen if you are putting yourself out there in the right way. And um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really, you know, it seems so basic, but I know sometimes it is, it is hard. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to get that out there. That's it is and maintaining authenticity, right? The theme right. of 
our episode today is around being authentic and being true to you. And it's okay. Like we were joking about this. Like, you know what? We might have to make some blooper episodes of (laughs) this because you know what? We worry about the dogs barking in the background or, you know, kids coming up or, you know what? That's real life. And I think our listeners understand that and people get that. And, you know, there's a time where, of course, we have to, especially if you're interviewing or, you know, some, or you're in a very important meeting that we need to minimize distractions by all means. But the message is that be yourself. Everybody else is already taken and people yes. can see right through you when you're not being yourself, whether you, whether we want to admit it or not. Right. And, you know, one of the things that I love Kaylee about what you've done is to connect as you you're showing a lot more of those behind the scenes and you're showing mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot about, you know, your people. And that's so important because especially, you know, in the construction world too, where it's hard to, to build trust, you know, and, um, you know, and I think that helps to connect people. Like you were sharing with me, if you don't mind, uh, you know, about people recognizing you guys locally here, even like, you know, the gas stations are like, oh, hey, you're that guy or you're that girl that's, you know, on the commercials. It's so crazy because, you know, it's um, really cool. I mean, we have people that maybe follow us and we've, you know, never met them in person and, but we talk on social media and we engage with each other and like, they'll see the pictures and they, they, we're so grateful. We have such a great community of people that, that follow us and, um, you know, they'll walk up, walk up to our guys and, and, you know, like, I know you from the Spain page and, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's just definitely, you know, we're not celebrities or anything like that, but it's cool to see these guys that, you know, are carpenters and work blue collar jobs that they, they're like this little, you know, they're kind of famous on their local celebrities. Yes. Celebrities. And I think that that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Um, You know, and I'm, very proud of the work that we do. Um, but you know, I wanted to tell the story of uh, like how I got into really getting into brand authenticity. Um, so it was really funny. So when I first started doing the Facebook page for our company, um, I was really putting out a lot more of our portfolio, like our finished projects and that kind of thing. And our crew is hilarious. If you follow, if you follow Spain, um, if you don't, you'd probably need to, but it's, um, they're hilarious and they don't know they're funny. And so I kind of started putting out, you know, funny, like some funny pictures of behind the scenes with the guys. And those pictures were the engagement was like through the roof. And I started kind of thinking, you know, we might have to get a whole calendar with your team. (laughs) I know. I was like, this is like, this is people. I thought the projects would really do it for people but it's the people that are doing it for people. And I really was just like, there's something to this. They're really responding to our crew. And so that's when I kind of was just like, it like light bulb. And I saw how people, it was a risk at the time because people weren't really, I don't want to say people weren't being authentic. (laughs) They weren't like brand authenticity, I think wasn't even really relevant at the time. And I remember my dad was really on board um, and he trusted my vision. And I know some of the older people at Spain were not as much on board for it, um, you know, different generation. Um, but I was just like, there's something to this. Like we need to start, like our, our personality really sticks out. And I think what we have special is that we're a family here and we have people that have been here for, you know, 25 years 
and I know them, I know their personality. So when we really started sharing that, it was almost like people felt like they knew us, even people that didn't know us, they felt like they knew us, you know? Um, so really that brand authenticity opened up a lot of doors for us about our why, like our people are vested in this company. This isn't just a job for them. This is a career for them. That person standing next to them isn't, you know, just a guy that works with them. It's his teammate, his friend who he hangs out with after work, you know, and really like showcasing the relationships that not only that we have with each other, but with our clients, you know, so really putting that out there, um, I think was something special. It was risky at the time, but it all goes back to brand authenticity, I think really allows you to, to share your why and your story, which I think is very important. And if you are an entrepreneur, um, you know, my dad, I did a, a video on, on him and how he started Spain. He started from very, very, you know, um, small beginnings, very, very small. He worked out of the back of his house. And then, you know, now 30 years later, he's done very well for himself. But I, I told him, I was like, dad, I think that, you know, in this world now with social media, where people think you snap your fingers, you own a business, and all of a sudden, you're a millionaire. I was like, I think that we need to show people where you started, how hard it was. And I, I had to do a little bit of convincing, you know, because I think he was thinking maybe people might look down on him because he didn't have a, a college education, you know, or, you know, whatnot. Um, but I said, dad, I think really it'll speak to a lot of people. And it was really cool. We put out this video. It got like 25,000 views and it was crazy how many messages I still get from this video. I got like, so many messages from people that were saying, I was about to quit my business because I've been in this for two years and still not make, paying myself. And it's so hard. And, you know, your dad saying that was like, just like, you know, Mr. Spain saying that really spoke to me because I think people don't talk about how hard business is and, you know, that you can get to where you want to be, but it takes grit and vision and there's no snapping your fingers and overnight success is, is a lie. You know, <laughs> yeah, overnight success that takes 10 years to achieve. It takes 10 years to achieve. <laughs> and this video was super raw and real. And, you know, it was, it was, it was emotional. And it was like, but that's, I think that be because he spoke from a place of, I'm on the other side of it, it's still a lot of work. But that inspired a lot of people being authentic of, you know, to share his story and where he came from and his why, of why he does it. I think it's just so important because people, when you buy something from somebody or you're getting a service from somebody, why you and why not somebody else? Why you and why not somebody else? I think that's just really important to ask yourself. Why should they choose me? Because I think a lot of people do feel vested in us when they choose us. There's a bigger reason, you know? And I think you knowing what your why is, why you do what you do, why you're passionate about what you do. I think there's always something bigger in us that needs to be shared. And I think that's really how people, especially nowadays, want something bigger and has more core values incorporated into their business. I mean, look at all these brands that they charge, like Tom's. Tom's gives back for every you know pair of shoes that you buy. Yeah. And they charge a lot yeah. of money for that. But people are still buying because they're like, you know what? When I buy a pair of Toms, I'm also giving back 
to the community, like I'm giving back to communities all over the world, you know, because they gave you their why and you're willing to spend more money because you know their purpose, you know what drives them. There's a, there's a story there for all of us that people really need to really want and need to hear our story. And we don't think we have one. That's the funniest part. And a lot of people go, well, I don't have a story. And then they tell me their story. My jaw drops. I'm like, you totally have a story. Everyone's got one. Whether you think it's significant or not, it's very significant. And I think it's important for us to, to share that. And that really goes back to being authentic. It's a part of our brand. It's a big part of who we are. It is, you know, and it's, and it's hard for people sometimes, I think, to be vulnerable. And, you know, and I'll call myself out on that. Um, I was interviewed uh, not that long ago, a couple of weeks ago, and I've, you know, to tell my story and I've been holding on to it because I didn't want to put it out there. So you're, you're re-inspiring me to, to maybe rethink that, but it, it is, it's hard. It's hard to, for people should, to do that, but even more important yeah. to connect with that. Why? And who, why do you do what you do? And the example that you shared about Tom's, you know, is a great one. And people need to know that they're investing or they're giving their dollars to somebody that, you know, that gives a damn on the other end. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, you know, just if that aligns with your core values, you know, I think that, you know, I think it's just very, very important, you know, an exercise that I do and I always, um, you know, kind of, I actually haven't really shared this with a lot of people, but I think it's, it's really important. I do this thing where I have my business card and it has my, has a Spain logo on it. And I look at it and I say, what do I want people to think of when they see this logo? Do I want them to know that we're quality, that we give back in our community, that we are authentic, that we're, you know, what drives us, you know, because, you know, even I had someone say, I saw your logo and I started laughing, you know, just because I think because we're funny, like on some of our Instagram stories and that kind of thing. But I'm like, what do I want? our business to portray? What do you want your business to portray? What do you want people to think of when they see your name, Angela? What do you want people to think of when they see that? And you have to find a way to figure out a, a way to strategize of how you're going to convey what you want people to know about you. And I think it's really important to, you know, be able to put that on your social media. And if, if you don't put it out there, how are people supposed to know? So that's definitely been really efficient for me of doing that little exercise of saying, okay, I see this logo. What do I want people to know that they may not know about us? And how am I going to, how am I going to get that out there? Well, let me tell you very wise words indeed. And, you know, I think I could probably talk to you for the rest of the day, (laughs) you know, and uh, we'll probably have to do another bloopers reel too, but you know, and I think some key messages here that you shared with us, Kaylee, around always, you know, you never lose, you learn, which is yeah. so powerful. Engage, excite, and educate. And whether that's on social media or whether that's in person, whether that's reaching out, remember the old, again, I'm going to age myself, like reach out and text <laughs> someone from AT&T from, you know, way back in the day. But I love it. Yeah, you know, but you can like, <laughs> and even though some things might be a struggle, somebody else, you just never know who you're going to inspire or who you might help unconsciously. And just, you know, those random acts of kindness that, um, you know, you just never know. I remember 
it hadn't been that long ago where there was this campaign for paying it forward, but you were really paying it backwards. So for the person that was behind you, I can't remember whether it was Starbucks or Chick-fil-A, but just yes, doing a solid and just, that. you know, donating money for the person that was behind you to take care of their coffee or whatever it was. And, and such a surprising and un- unexpected kindness from a fellow human that you don't yeah. even know, just a total stranger. But all of those very small, small things add up to big wins and to oh big success. Oh my gosh. You know, even for me, you know, me and you, even someone that can afford the coffee, you know, it, it, it made my day. I actually had someone that paid. I, I actually, this is like such an amazing thing, but I forgot my fast toll when I was going to Gloucester and I, someone bought, like in front of me paid for my toll and, you know, paid the $2, something as simple as that, like literally turned my whole day around that someone was so selfless that just, you don't know what kind of impact you can make on people just by a kind, genuine word, a gesture, something that costs $2 or a dollar. You know, it's, it's, I think those kind of things are really what makes an impact on the world. You know, I just, that, that goes a really, really long way. You're absolutely right. I remember, you know, my mom used to always tell me if you don't feel good or if you're feeling kind of down, go do something nice for somebody else. And I guarantee you, you'll feel better. And, um, you know, those are very, very true and very, very wise words. I love that your mom said that. That's awesome. True story. True story. Well, Kaylee, I know that everybody that is listening today are, they're dying to know how to get in touch with you, but I'll, I'll definitely include all of your social media links and website links in the show notes. But if you wouldn't mind maybe sharing for anybody that's listening, how they could get in touch with you if they want to um, learn more. Yeah. um, You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Spain Commercial Inc. Uh, Yeah. I, I look forward to connecting with everybody. Well, again, Kaylee, I, it was just such an honor to have you on today. I can't thank you enough for your time. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Oh my gosh. It absolutely is so much fun. And, um, you know, again, thank you again and everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, may your cup always be filled with possibilities. Have a great day.